Welcome to Side Note. I'm Danny Day. And I'm Nashe. Okay, so today we were going to talk about um, walking in your purpose, right? Yes. You know, some people are annoyed by it, but the the basketball players who have decided to Girl. cancel, I was like, that's your power. W- without Black people, you don't have sports or entertainment in general or and a lot of other things. But I'll say the ones that, that they can't seem to do without the sports, to have people say, if it doesn't bother you seeing Black bodies shot up, imprisoned, or in a body bag, then you don't need to watch this same black body finesse on the court or on the tennis. Doing what I do well. Football. Yeah, you don't need to You don't need to see that then. You don't need and it. I, that Girl. to me is like so much power. And it also creates a unity where despite the fact that they're millionaires and they're like titans among men, they still feel what's going on and are angry about it. We need that type of unity and that type of resource where they have it and they're willing to say, not only will we not play in their games and we'll cost them money doing it, but we'll also throw our weight behind this cause, behind bringing about justice for all of these people who've been shot and killed in the streets for coming against the prison industrial complex for all of, for for people getting out and voting for whatever whatever it is. yeah girl i felt the same way when i heard that i was like yes yes because they were already willing to kneel and do all those other things but when they said listen we will not dribble mm-hmm. not yet one more ball because they were like we're not you know we're already putting our living out here on in a bubble can't be around mm-hmm. our families then on top of that you guys are going to continue to behave in this strange way oh, yeah. and rationalize it okay oh, yeah okay oh yeah see what better y'all can put on tv see how that ping pong goes you I'm know no, no disrespect to people that play that because i can't i don't understand how people can hit that little ball across the net but it does not pull the same weight mm-hmm. as basketball as football as baseball so if mm-hmm. these ball players are like listen uh-uh unacceptable those are our brothers too i'm i'm thankful for it because they're putting a lot Mm-hmm. On the line. Towards it, yeah. I think it also dispels the myth that a lot of white America has. See, they they got up and they made something of themselves. And look, they they managed to pull themselves up. No, they had an extraordinary talent that a school somewhere who wants to capitalize off of that talent decided to to grab hold of and in a lot of mm-hmm. cases exploit. And then they excel in that and they go, it's, it's about money. They're still being bought and sold. Mm-hmm. And for them to stand up and say, we are all being bought and sold. Don't think that because we have fancy clothes and fancy cars and we and you know our names and you're wearing our jerseys and our shoes, that it means that we're not also bought and sold. And what we're saying is today, we're not on the block. You know, we're not on the block and we can choose that. And it's the audacity of it. Because a lot yeah. of people, I've heard a lot of people, oh man, I'm so mad is oh the finals and how are they gonna do that? Because they can. Because they can. Because they can just like anybody else can say, I'm not coming to work today. I've had mm-hmm. enough of your mess. I'm not doing it anymore. You guys keep playing I co I told you mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. this is not okay. I went to human resources and let them know that this was not acceptable. No. <laughs> and so now <laughs> out of here. I'm not working here anymore. You're not mm-hmm. gonna get any more of my time. Because I was reading this thing. No, it was uh, it was actually Bishop T.D. Jakes that said it. Three things that you can budget, right? Your power, your money, and sex, right? Wow. So under... Pa- <laughs> 
come on on sex budget. Come on sex budget. <laughs> because how are you using it? How mm-hmm. are you spending it? And with whom? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so and under power to me, time, your time is power. Your talent is part of your power. And when you choose to use it in a way that speaks up to your morals and your values, that's flex. Oh, yeah. Not when you're standing on somebody's, kneeling on somebody's neck. It's when you're using your power, when you're using your time, your talent, your energy, and you're saying, this is what I will use it for, and you will not exploit it. You know, I, I was I was reading... Oh, I'm sorry. Were you finished? Mm-mm, go ahead, girl. Go on, tell me what you read, girl. <clears throat> Excuse me. No corona. No. So, <laughs> Io has me saying Speak that now. It. But um, because <laughs> sometimes we just cough. <laughs> so I was reading this thing about finding your purpose. Because I've been doing a lot of self-help type things, you know, just to kind of my own life. Again, help myself. yourself. <laughs> help myself. <laughs> I need help. Who gonna help me if I don't help myself? Hey. And like, one of the first things I read said, understand what life should feel like. Mm, I that like that. thing, I never thought about it that way. I always yeah. thought like, okay, be goal-oriented and like set some goals and, and, and work towards them. But if you don't know what life should feel like, then how do you even know what goals to set yeah. and how to go about it? <clears throat> it makes sense. So likewise, in this situation, Knowing what life should feel like and understanding that this is not it. This ain't it. This can't be life. This can't like be brother life. Jay-Z said. And, you know, to recognize that and to say, okay, so what about it do I need to change? And what's within my power to yeah. change? Yeah. You know? Another thing that I also read was looking for ways in life to transmute hurt into empowerment for yourself and for others. Mm -hmm. So if you grew up poor, let's say, like in poverty and didn't have food to eat and didn't have all these things, maybe part of your purpose, because you know that life, is to take that, generate some kind of power and understanding and empathy in yourself to then turn around and figure out how to help other people get out of that situation. So in the same way with these players making this choice, it's how can I transmute the hurt that I feel into something that is going to empower other people in my situation to do and be better, you know? It takes the selfishness, I don't know, out of like, Sometimes when we think about focusing on ourselves and figuring ourselves out, what we want to do and all this, there's a lot of I and me words in there. But when you tackle it in that way, like how can I use what my gifts and my talents are, my time, my body, my knowledge, my education, whatever it is that you have to offer to change circumstances that you know are not how life is supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> and make them better. Make for them better. And for others. Yeah. yeah. Girl, I think that's it. I think that's the key. Like that's empowerment. Think about it. Like what if you're hurt? The things you're you've gone through, yes, they're to build your character, but they're also so that you can help someone else. You're not going through that just to go through it. You're going through that because you're being entrusted with that. You can now speak healing, speak wisdom, speak comfort to someone else, to many someone else's because you're one person, but like you exponentially can help people if you make that choice. You always see this story of like these twins that grew up in the same household, you know, of abuse and alcoholism. One becomes a healer, somebody who is out there helping people and the other one goes on to become an an alcoholic yeah and if you ask one they'll say like why are you so successful 
And they'll say, because I grew up in a house of abuse and alcoholism. And you ask the other, why are you an alcoholic? They'll say, because I grew up in a house of alcoholism. It just depends on choosing and saying, okay, I am not going to let this thing drag me around for the rest of my life. I am going to use it to empower myself and empower others. And I'm so proud of these ball players for like, I just, I can't say enough about it. They chose as a group of human beings to say, not not anymore. That's the other piece too that I read, you know, several different things. One said to cultivate awe, gratitude, and altruism. What these basketball players have done has cultivated awe in my children. They're like, what? Like they just like stop the world like that? Mm-hmm. We can do that? Yes. We can do that? Girl. Like the awe of seeing these people just make a choice and follow through with it and see how many people around the world are talking about it and following suit. Because when you also like do things that cultivate awe, mm-hmm. which then lead to gratitude that you're like, wow, like I'm so thankful that I exist in this time and place to see this and like have the depth that I've been able to earn through my experience to mm-hmm. be able to even grasp what's going on now and to be affected by it, I'm grateful. And then to be altruistic, like how do I then turn this into something that can help other people? Yeah. How does it make me on fire so that other people can see this energy and, and catch a light in it? Like mm-hmm. that is what I want my purpose to be. Yeah to find things in life to be amazed by, to find things that just stoke this sense of gratitude. Cause when you find gratitude, more things to be grateful for just continually Continue come. to come, yeah. You know, what do I do with that? Well, if I'm in awe and I'm grateful, then I need to be out here trying to make sure that you, you and you feel this too. Cause we're yeah. human beings and we need to interact with each other on this level it's no fun to like look around and see a beautiful world and nobody else can see it everybody else is like seeing in black and white yeah right you catch a fire and you spread that outward and for each person the way that they do that is going to be the way that they do that and that's what's interesting too about this is that some people are like oh well athletes should just be athletes they're not activists they're athletes all we want is to see you know (laughs) right you know like Like, these are whole people with whole they weren't always filthy rich no unless their daddy was a ball pit player and they came into it that way but most of these people grew up they had a mom they struggled and they grew up in a in an area that was probably depressed and they had to most and basketball you know? saved their lives like so many tell that story like if i didn't if i wasn't out playing ball mm-hmm. i would have been in so so much trouble doing you know only god knows what else and and so to to assume that 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 this person's only purpose is to hoop or play football or or sing or hold a mic or whatever yeah. and not to to express the very real feelings that they have attached to their very real black body is ridiculous so yeah. even looking for ways like that's the beauty beauty of the prism that is us like we can have our gifts and have our talents and have our experiences and we can exponentially grow and they can reverberate throughout portions of ourselves that we didn't even know. Maybe some of these guys didn't even know that they had a social justice bent in them in any yeah. way. 
maybe some of them might have been the snobby dude that you know the snobby rich guy that you can't stand who's the cocky football player basketball player who you can't even stand but you never know like what activates what inside of you exactly and when it happens like when time brings that when when an experience brings that to you and you feel something like that is a part of your purpose if you feel it it's for you to do something with it yeah you know yeah and that's that's the point too is to light that fire it's not just for the 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 flame to burn in those of us who are feeling it over and over and over again like you said it's that moment when all of a sudden it catches on with somebody else and they're Mm -hmm. like whoa Mm -hmm. this is okay you know that's the awakening and it's also a beautiful thing for us because it's not just about being awake it's about seeing other people come awake too yeah woke is not about drinking green juice and detoxing woke is something totally other level and until you experience it for yourself or see other people come alive that way you don't know what woke is Mm -mm. yeah a lot of people out here using that word and you're like (laughs) <laughs> where you still carrying your pillow on your head you so. still right you got lines on the side but, of your teeth you know and sometimes i even feel wary of people who you like like i don't really like to say i'm woke yeah I feel like I exactly like, say, like this is my experience this is what i'm seeing i don't know if i'm if i'm woke but what i know yeah, woke. <laughs> you know but what i know is that i see i can see mm-hmm. what's going on and i'm trying to live my life on purpose Girl. still willing to learn yes still willing to learn like don't mm-hmm. don't get to the point where you're like oh, you can't tell me nothing oh i should be able to mm-hmm. be able to tell me something too that's the mm-hmm. point yeah, that is the danger of wokeness, I think. Is that sometimes, yeah, you know, it's like I have arrived. Mm-hmm. I now see everything. I am enlightened. There is a blue aura around me all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like am, <laughs> I've just got it together. And it's like, nah, just walk through this world understanding that you don't know everything and have your feelers out. And when you, when your feelers land on something that feels away or makes you question or like, go with that, feel it, understand it, delve into it, or, you know, understand what it is pointing out in yourself, you know, that makes you recoil from it or whatever, but everything, all these, all the stimuli, all the, the senses that we have, have purpose. And if we're trying to live a purposeful life, living on purpose, then we, then we take from all of that information and we order our steps accordingly, you know? I tell my sons all the time, you don't have to decide whether you're going to be an astronaut or a pig farmer or a, or, or a, you know, whatever. Like you don't, you don't have to know all of those things, but decide what kind of person you want to be. Exactly. You know, exactly. Everything that gets you there, ride on that, run to that, even if they're difficult and all the things that are not going to get you there and are going to carry you away leave it alone yeah you have to live on purpose and and that's going to change and shift throughout their entire lives so anyone who's life yeah so anyone who's saying that they that they just got it and they know yeah be wary i like what you were saying that you were telling your boys it's where you and i are having like parallel conversations with our children right now because i told fire yesterday i said you have to do the right thing sometimes even if it doesn't make sense when you know when you and that's that's the importance of having like a really firm foundation 
you know, those basic things like do not lie, do not steal, don't be jealous of what somebody else has. Those those foundations are that's a, that's a firm foundation to walk yeah. on, especially as a child, because then that means you 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 get an idea of how to flow. You get an idea of like wh- how to make certain choices. And sometimes they're hard choices to make, you know? Sometimes it's hard not to tell a lie because you might get oh, yeah. somebody else in trouble. You might get yourself in trouble mm-hmm. or, you know, make some, learn how to talk to your friends. It opens the door for some really, you know, really hard conversations, but it teaches you something. And then the next time those things come along, they become so much easier. Those things like really, they really make a difference in how they can make those choices. And like you said, if the, it, go after your dreams, go after what you want to do. And if it changes, it's okay. Yep. But don't let it change because it got harder. Yeah, like even when you feel, when you, sometimes you have to make those steps and start walking in the direction that you need to lead the charge despite the fear that you feel and i know that like when things are hard or i'm looking at something and i can't see my way kind of through it or figure out like okay i'll do this and i'll do this and i'll do that um or if i'm in something that's kind of outside of my aptitude like for example this (laughs) camera is stressing me out (laughs) like it's i'm not a person who likes to look at things that tell me how many millimeters and numbers and Mm. apertures and all these i just want to press the button and use it however i know that like the art side of it what i can do once i learn this stuff Mm -hmm. will be great i have the eye for it but it means that i have to learn some new stuff and Mm -hmm. i feel like the older i get sometimes the harder it is for me to like go into learning new stuff Mm -hmm. uh with gusto all the time it depends on what it is something like that might be a little bit more difficult for me because i'm afraid of it being hard and me not understanding and whatever Mm -hmm. but like and i use that because it's a more benign example yeah stepping into a new territory a new territory and saying i'm i'm gonna learn this new thing i'm not gonna worry about like a time frame or comparing myself to anyone else like yeah i'm gonna take my time and learn it and use it as an extension of myself yeah let my creativity throw you know flow through and you're gonna be good at it girl i'm I'm gonna be good at it i believe i believe it i think you will because i think you you know you you have an eye for aesthetics and i like that class that i'm taking i'm just now getting on the aperture part and i'm like okay it's 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 a lot easier than i thought it was i just didn't know what those things meant you know (laughs) and that that right there maybe this is a good example because sometimes it's just a matter of like sometimes things look way harder than they actually are and sometimes it's just a matter of like understanding the definitions of things sometimes yeah understanding okay let's break it down and i just need to understand what this means and this means and this means and then it unlocks the door for so many other things i'm i'm finding that in every aspect of my life motherhood Mm -hmm. yeah you know being a good partner delving into my writing getting physically in shape all of these things it can feel really daunting when you're looking at it on a whole but when you really kind of break it down like you said it makes it so much easier to palette <laughs> one piece at a time and like mm-hmm. see how the structure, how it goes. Maybe that's also why, you know, it resonates that the first portion of, I guess, finding and walking in your purpose is to understand what life is. Like understand. Girl, 
what it's supposed to be, how it should feel, you know? Yeah. I love that. Like, how should life feel? And really, really break it down. Because when you were saying that, like, understanding how life feels, right? I went back to a time in my head, Mm because that's how you go back. But I went back to a time (laughs) when I was, like, so into, like, I'm going to make this money, and I'm going to have these shoes, have these clothes, and get this car, and I'm going to you know i i was on my way in that space and it it didn't make me any happier i never thought past the getting the things yeah you know and i figured you know i'll get a man too i want to know what to do with a man or myself for that matter so the thought of like stop and think about what life should feel like yes stop and think about like what's really going to make you feel good and how long is that going to make you feel good for yes because the new pair of shoes feels good for a moment and like after that first time you wear them and realize that they leave blisters on your feet Mm -hmm. so (laughs) that you know (laughs) then what you got to get another new pair of shoes. You got to get another new outfit. You got to get another whatever. And I even remember, girl, it was stressful, like clubbing all the time mm-hmm. because you you got to have a new outfit almost every mm-hmm. time. And if the last one was super cute and you got a bunch of compliments, you got to go harder the next time. Mm-hmm. And I spent most of my money trying to be cute. Mm hmm. You know, okay. and if I'd have known back then, you can wear the same black dress over and over again. Girl. And nobody will care. <laughs> nobody will care or notice. <laughs> Except oh, somebody that doesn't like you and you, just, you don't even have to worry about them anyway. <laughs> so, I hate her that if you gave them that dress, they'd be they so happy. They'd rock it on, <laughs> on the next night. I wouldn't even bother putting it in the cleaners. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Girl. So those are life lessons. But yeah, (laughs) like if I'd have known back then to just stop and be like, okay, how is this going to really, you know, where is this going to come? How am I going to end up with a house Mm -hmm. purchasing clothes? I remember I was I was working at a doctor's office and I, I had a patient come in who was on all kind of medication for like insomnia, medicine for anxiety and depression like his hair was falling out Mm. and he just looked miserable when Mm. I saw him I remember speaking to him and when I saw that the man was 27 years old and at the time what was I like 26 probably like 20 26 25 or 26 years old he was I I couldn't believe that he was basic virtually my age age. Mm -hmm. and so we spoke and he was just like yeah you know stress has been you know really taking over my life because he works on wall street and he has the job that his dad wanted him to have he's making the money he's living in the beautiful apartment in in midtown manhattan overlooking whatever whatever Mm -hmm. like he's living the life you know that that his father wanted for him that Mm -hmm. his that his whole education groomed him to desire. Mm-hmm. 
stressed out. So I remember asking him, I was like, well, like, why don't you change your life? Like, it mm-hmm. seems like it's not working for you. Like, you ever mm-hmm. thought about doing something else? And he was just like, I mean, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Wow. I've invested everything into this. Like, my wife expects it, my father, my mother, like, th- all my friends. Like, this is my life. I can't wow. just detach from it. And I asked him a simple question. If in your mind, regardless of how outlandish it may sound to anybody else, it's just me and the walls listening. Mm-hmm. If you could just today drop it and go and do something else that would make you happy, what would it be? He said he would have like a bait and tackle shop. Wow. You know, on the river and just like live his life and like fly fish every day, live in nature. You know, the people that he's dealing with enjoy nature and and enjoy great outdoors and enjoy what he enjoys. Totally opposite of what he was doing. Completely opposite. And I just told him, like, I remember telling him, I was like, man, start there. Like, just even if it's not you opening a shop right now, find a way to take a vacation soon to go and do that. And let it be like a whole week. Don't go there for Mm -hmm. like a weekend because you got to be back to work on Monday. Like, try to do those things. And I say all that to say is that we pan out and we make it so huge. Oh my gosh, my life is on its own wheels. I don't know what to do. I don't, I, I don't even know who's steering this thing. Like, what do I do? But if you do go back to like that basic feeling of what do I actually enjoy? I feel like a lot of people even find that the thing that gives them joy is the same exact thing that gave them joy when they were a child. Yep. It doesn't change much. No. <laughs> By the time you're it's 10, insane. your personality is pretty set, you yeah. know? I mean, yep. things change, but who you are at your core, like your personality type, mm-hmm. tends to be pretty set. I liked writing when I was a kid. I've always liked writing. Mm-hmm. I got away from it a bit. And now, guess what? Like, that's what I'm <laughs> back to. You know? And it makes me happy. Yeah. And it makes me happy. Girl. I agree. And I think that, you know, our generation and the ones before, we weren't taught to chase after our dreams as much, not in general, you know, like that's cute and all, but you have to get serious about life and be serious about what you're going to do and how you're going to make money. And because they were concerned of slipping back into the the issues and the poverty that, you know, our our ancestors dealt with. And guess what? We're not far off of where we were before. So something is not something is not right. And it's not to blame them. It's just to say, like, obviously, we would walk in more purpose. We would feel like we were walking in our purpose if we were doing, and it's not about passion, if we were doing what we were created to do. Mm-hmm. If you're doing what you're created to do, sometimes you do have to work and go through times where you're confused and you have to learn new things. When it comes to fruition, mm-hmm. all of that will pan out, you know? I'll even say for, for music, I didn't sing for a long time outwardly because I was so nervous yeah. because of something someone's asked to name their name. Yes, girl, don't say their name. I won't because they're different now. But like mm-hmm. they said something to me like along the lines of, you're serious? Like you really, I was singing. I was singing song, don't Girl, in my zone. And they were just like watching me for a while and then, and then just said like, 
oh, you're serious. Like, you really think you can sing. Mm-hmm. Shot me down. Like, I was just like, oh, oh. Down. The, the thing is, too, though, that even if I couldn't sing, girl, Who if it gives you joy, you do it. Do it. And, you know, it's funny, though, watching how, because like you said just now, it's not always like, I wouldn't say that as a kid, I was passionate about singing or anything. It wasn't passion. It was something that I enjoyed doing. Right. But it wasn't necessarily my passion. I would say I was passionate about track and field. Mm-hmm. But I see how like track and field wasn't to be for me for long. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I see that, like, I entered the world, I entered the workforce, I did all the things I was supposed to do, like, you know, my nine to five and paying my bills and blah, blah, blah. But when I started singing, I watched how so many doors just like began to blow open. Yep. And it, it and I was watching it blow open for me, who wasn't really like as passionate at first as the next person. Mm-hmm. And I was watching them struggle really yeah. hard to get those same doors open. And I watched doors just open, 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 open. People willing to help, people willing to whatever, like put money on it and put mm-hmm. advice on it and, and take me places and, and do all of this. And it showed me that when something is in your purpose, like, wow, yeah, it's beyond, it's humbling. Like it's mm-hmm. beyond it's beyond me or any type of, you know, there are people who I considered extremely talented who are still not off the ground or not not getting the play that they should or not getting even the interest from, from people who have power or money or mm-hmm. know-how. And it's not because they're not gifted at all, like at all at all, or that I'm more gifted than they are. There's yeah. something about how, how the Most High set has up. set up my life, yeah, yeah, to where these things are meant to be a part of it. Yep. And I think that's part of the key of this purpose is that, like you said, it's not always based on just like your passion, because we're also taught to be passionate. I, I, I know people- Exactly. Who, were forced into or, or th- since they were little told you got to be a doctor a doctor a doctor a doctor a doctor and then they, Passion they can be manipulated thank you yes yep. that's exactly it can be manipulated for sure oh, yeah. and it can, can wane wow passion can, i never even really thought about it that way yeah because i thought about it in terms of like when you look at sex it can be manipulated mm-hmm. right and it's the same thing with everything else like you can you can be told like, this is what you do. This is what you need to do. You, you need to go after this with everything you are. Even with kids in school wanting to get A's, mm-hmm. they go after it with a passion. Yep. But it's not because they care anything about the subject. Right. It's because they want to get an A so that their parents get off mm-hmm. their back so that they can, you know, get the car that their parents promised them if they got straight A's. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they, they go after it with a passion, but they're not yeah. going after that. There's something else. Oh, yeah. And so I think that that happens to a lot of people. They seem passionate about their job, but they're actually passionate about success. Yes. And that's that's, this guy. Yeah. And, you know, it's success can be a a lot of different things. Success to him in reality was having a bait and tackle shop, which I pray he has now that he's sitting on the side of, well, not anywhere in Mississippi right now, but, you know, (laughs) somewhere in nature where there's not. Yeah. (laughs) 
but yeah, like that, and that, and that's okay to be passionate about about feeling successful, and that's going back to understanding what does that life look like? What does it really look like mm-hmm. at the end of the day? Who do I want next to me? Yeah. Who do I who do I want to be? How do I want people yeah. to really really see me? And how little do I care about those who don't really care to see me? for who I truly am. And that right there will shave off a whole lot. <laughs> oh man, sure will. A whole will. lot of extra <laughs> energy oh, wow. and weight. I've been trying to express that to my boys. Like I said, listen, the earlier you get this, that people will fall left and right out of your life. And when they fall out of your life, let them go. Let them go. <laughs> you know? The ones that are walking with you are walking tight with you. They're 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 walking with you, and when and sometimes paths diverge for a little while and they come mm-hmm. back around and come right back, you know. But the and ones that oh you and you'll know exactly. There are people who I haven't spoken to in years, but if they if we ever connected, it, it would be awesome. Like I'd be and I'd be joyful for everything that they've accomplished yeah. in the time that we weren't t- like I would be rejoicing for them. Girl, you know? the difference between when you. <laughs> when you have those conversations with people that you like, oh, you connect and you have those conversations, you're like, oh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. You get off the phone. And then those people that you haven't talked to in a long time and like after the first five minutes, you're like, well, so? <laughs> I just wanted to um, touch base. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, take care. Yeah. And um, oh, yeah, okay. you don't even want to say like, I'll talk to you soon or nothing. Mm-hmm. You're just like, all right, well, yeah. <laughs> Go with God. Peace Have a great with one. you. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. And you know what? I will say too that Corona has caused many of those conversations to transpire. People calling me, they don't got no business calling me that I don't got no oh, business. my phone line. <laughs> oh, well, I was just calling to check on you and see how you're doing. So, uh, what you been up to lately? Oh, well, you know, I've been doing this business. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're not working in the health field anymore. No, oh, so you're making music. So how's that going? Like your music thing? You're like, okay, yeah. I, come on. Mm-hmm. I heard you. I already see <laughs> loud and clear, <laughs> loud and clear, loud and clear. Cause can you say, how is that lawyer thing going for you? Like, yeah, how's the lawyer thing going? You know, do you like it? Are you enjoying yourself? You you seem stressed out. You look very different from yeah, how look. we look. <laughs> stressed out. <laughs> stressed out. Didn't we graduate at the same time? <laughs> oh man, I know. Oh my I, gosh. I know others know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> You know exactly what we're talking about. It is like, not just the us. same age. Like we, you look like your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her soul. Bless her. But you know. And then, yeah, then you have the friends that call and you guys talk and they're just like, you know, I'm just so happy that this happened. And I always thought that you could such and such and such. Mm-hmm. Or, and it feels good to be that friend of other people, too. Yeah. Like when they call and you hear what they've been up to, and you're like, wow, like I didn't even know yeah. that you were into like graffiti mm-hmm. art. I had right. no idea. And and like what you've shown me is awesome Amazing, and you sound yeah. happy. Yeah. Cause and they also focus on your joy. Yep. You know? Yep, that's the difference. You sound happy, you sound light, you sound good. Yeah. You sound good. I'm happy for you, you know? It's a big difference. Yeah. It is, it is, it is. Wow. It's a- 
important to keep them right people around you because I, I tell my kids all the time a lot of the decisions that they want me to make for them mm-hmm. are based on like friends I want to go to this mm-hmm. school do you want to go to that school because the education is better or do you want to go there because your friends are there and usually it's because their friends are there mm-hmm. I think you gotta be careful with that making choices for friends honey Mm. especially at that age i just remember like how often the circle of friends that i had shifted and i don't know from back then like it could have been me you know that was the issue i don't know i Mm -hmm. was beside myself (laughs) when i was their age i didn't know what to do Mm -hmm. but again i just i didn't have that that Mm -hmm. kind of um guidance to say okay you know who are you are you buying the parachute pants because you like them or because everybody else mm-hmm. likes them you know right the parachute pants right. so <laughs> mm. this is what we talking about now parachute so, parachute pants yeah because they're not gonna keep you warm that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> not at all oh they're paper thin so you know mm-hmm. i think that's the gift that we can that we can like we can give ourselves now right and we Mm -hmm. can pass on to our children because it's never too late and i think it shifts too like you're not here for just one reason right you're multifaceted there might be one or two things that stands out it might be one gift that like is able to be dispersed amongst a lot of different things but we all do have the capability of like really flourishing and thriving in more than one space Thank you for listening to Side Note. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to use the links in the description box. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you or see you soon. I don't know if you're watching or if you're listening. (laughs) I don't know. I can't know these things.